Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All August long, we're giving away our subscription-only digestible daily show Cubs Pod, which is ad-supported here by the Bleacher Bunch on the Fans First Network. For early ad-free Cubs Pod, subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a super ranter today. Hello and welcome to Cubs Pod, a Bleacher Bunch production on the Fans First Network, your daily dose of digestible Cubs content. I'm your host, Danny Rocket, here to tell you what's happening right now in the world of the Chicago Cubs on August the 8th. 2023. It is the anniversary of the first night game at Wrigley Field. Uh, 35 years ago today, a game was rained out. And the actual first night game was tomorrow, August 9th. But uh, we'll celebrate it 8888 because, hey, that makes it uh, a lot easier to remember instead of 8988. And it was technically when the fir- the lights first came on, when that old man uh, said, let there be light. And there it was. And all the bleacher bumps were sad. And from then on in, we had to deal with stupid night games at Wrigley Field, just like God did not intend. Well, God didn't also not intend for the Cubs to win a baseball game last night because we got our butts handed to us by the New York Mets, who had just lost six straight and came in and beat the Cubs 11-2. It was Sanga versus Smiley and his ghost fork, and I don't know what Smiley has. He, Smiley has the the ghost, uh, the, the ghost stick of fork in him. How about that? <laughs> uh, actually, it's a real stick of fork in, in him because he's kind of done. Uh, he's already towards the top of his innings pitched, of coming back from since he came back from injury the last time he did this much is when he went to the world series and won it with the braves but man oh man he just looks cooked i mean that was a few years ago to be honest so two years ago specifically so uh let's talk about 
this baseball game if we must. I don't know why we must. The Cubs went one, two, three to start the first inning. Tachman was in there as the leadoff hitter. Loved, loved to see it. Horner struck out and Ian Happ grounded out. In the bottom of the first, it was trouble right away. Well, not right away. Nemo flew out to start the game, but Smiley walked Francisco Alvarez and Lindor singled, and then Pete Alonzo homered, and it was three to nothing Mets, and we didn't know it at the time, but that's all they would need. Mark Viento struck out. Jeff McNeil got hit by a pitch. And then Danny Mendick struck out. So he did get a couple strikeouts in that inning, but it was already three to nothing. Cody Bellinger, which was basically the extent of the Cubs offense last night, again, uh, singled to start off the inning. But then Dansby struck out and Jamer Candelario grounded into a fielder's choice. And uh, then... uh, uh, Christopher Morell walked. So you had first and second with Candelario on fir- or Candelario on second and Morell at first. But Jan Gomes, who's really been so clutch this year, could not come up this time and grounded out to first. Oh, no, too short. And then uh, the ball was thrown to first, and then he was out. Bottom of the second, Mets do nothing. Ortega struck out. Rafael Ortega, if you remember him from such teams as the Cubs, Last year and the year before, but uh, he came up and struck out, uh, still a secret agent of Chicago. Uh, Jonathan Aruz, who's just up because the Mets traded everybody. Uh, Jonathan Aruz is up from the minors, or Arauz, I guess is how you say his name. And, uh, well, he flew out. And Brandon Nimmo grounded out, nothing doing in the bottom of the second. Smiley looked like he had settled down. And then the Cubs battled back in the top of the third. And I thought to myself, all right, 3 nothing. We've seen this Cubs team. They've been down in almost every game, and they come back and win. And I thought that's what was happening here when Madrigal singled, Tachman singled, who, when I was listening to this game from the Spanish announcers, they called him Tushman, which kind of sounds like Tushman. So I think we got a new name for Mike Tushman. So Mike Tushman singled, and it was first and second. But then Horner struck out, and Ian Happ lined out. And with two outs at that point, Cody Bellinger actually came through and singled, scoring Madrigal. Mike Tushman went to third, but Dansby struck out on the ghost fork pitch from Kodai Senga, who really, this rotation especially with Stroh out right now, it looks a lot different if you've got somebody like Kodai Senga. And we really all wanted him. We're like, it's a no-brainer. Get Kodai Senga. But, you know, Daddy Cohen had his pocketbook open at the time, and now uh, the Cubs don't have him, and we are sending out Drew Smiley. Bottom of the third, Francisco Alvarez made the first out. Francisco Lindor singled again. And Pete Alonzo homered again. And now it was 5-1. to one. Come on, was that really necessary? You already had enough one, runs to beat us tonight. Uh, just to let us, let us off the hook. Let our ERAs live. Mark Biento struck out. Jeff McNeil flew out. And that was the end of the inning because nothing kills a rally like a two-run homer. In the top of the fourth, Cubs do nothing. Candelario and Gomes struck out. And I will say this. Oh, my God. Ramon Jesus needs Jesus to cure his blindness because there were such 
terrible, egregiously bad pitches called strikes like six inches out of the zone, and this clown is calling a strike. I, Ramon De Jesus, I've heard of you before, which is not a good thing, and I'm watching you, but apparently you're not watching anything because you cannot see. And so a couple of these strikeouts, uh, I think I that I'm going to mention in this game, especially at the end, not that it mattered at the end because we lost by so much, but there were some terrible, terrible calls like he wanted to get the hell out of there. And I, I do not appreciate that, and the Cubs certainly did not. In fact, I'll get to it, but Morrell got thrown out of this game for arguing balls and strikes, and he should have because that was garbage. All game. Bottom of the fourth, Danny Mendek, he lined out. But Rafael Ortega on his Cubs or his Mets revenge tour against the Cubs singled. But Jonathan Arauz, he also he struck out and uh, he was called out. But I probably don't blame him because De Jesus can't see. And then Brandon Nimmo popped out. Nothing doing in the fourth for the Mets. Top of the fifth with the Cubs down five one at this point. Magical grounded out. Tushman flew out, but Horner and Hap singled. So a little two-out rally here. And guess who came through again was Cody Bellinger. And that scored Nico Horner. But Hap going to third base did not slide, slipped on third base, fell off of it, then scrambled back to third base, but it was too late. He got tagged out, and that was the third out. So you, he made the third out at third for no reason. But Bellinger came through yet once again in the clutch. Man, he's good. Hopefully we won't regret trading him because we probably could have gotten a lot. Bottom of the fifth, Alvarez flew out. Lindor grounded out. Alonzo was then hit by a pitch, which is the way you put a guy on you don't want to pitch to. Thank you very much. And Mark Vientos popped out uh, to Jamer Candelario in foul territory. Really my least favorite play in baseball. So dissatisfying, except for when it's a Met doing it. It had started raining at this point. Um, kind of hard. was getting harder. And uh, it just it didn't look... Man, it really didn't look like this game was going to continue, but the uh, they just kept they kept it going, uh, and um, you know it was a shame because you know I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm like, oh man, we're losing. Like, I don't at this point maybe they suspend the game, but man, it was it was coming down pretty good, and um, but they did not suspend the game. Um, in the top of the sixth. Uh, Morell walked, but that was it. Swanson lined out. Candelario grounded out, and Jan Gomes flew out. In the bottom of the sixth, though, Smiley's still out there. And a little bit of a surprise, but they really needed the length. I heard David Ross saying before the show that they really needed the length out of Smiley, and so the three-run homer in the first inning was not did not bode very well for the game overall because you knew that no matter what happened, he was going to stay out there for as long as humanly possible. And the bottom of the sixth is pretty much when it ended being humanly possible because um, Jeff McNeil singled, so did Mendick and Ortega. I mean, it was wet. There were infield hits. Smiley fielded a ball that probably should have been Madrigals. Um, and then he walked a Rouse, who um, that forced in a run. This is if you were keeping score there, their bases were loaded at that point. 
And then Grandpa Lossie comes out and replaced Drew Smiley with Caleb Killian, who was just up from the minor leagues, and he immediately got a double play, uh, which scored a run, uh, which was charged to Smiley, so all seven of those on his head, and then Francisco Alvarez grounded out to end it. So nice job by Caleb Killian, who is back from the minors. Then we got a two-hour rain delay. But before the two-hour rain delay, and this is crazy, and this probably would have happened anyway, Kodai Senga's out there warming up for the top of the seventh, and he slips because the fielding, the field conditions are terrible. So, so then the Mets manager, Buck Showalter, comes out and is like, I'm not doing this to my guy. He's going to get hurt for no reason. We need him. So he was like out there slipping and sliding in the mud on the pitcher's mound. He comes get him comes and gets him. Finally, the umpires call the rain delay. It's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You can't play in this. This is ridiculous. People are going to get hurt. And I don't know if this was just a young umpiring crew or what was, was what was going on. I'll look at it when I look at the box score. But, oh, my God. Like, come on. We've seen this sort of thing before when – Dudes, I mean, I don't know if Ian Happ slipping off the base has something to do with that, too. He probably should have slid, but still. Like, you could twist your knee, be out for the rest of the year on one little play. You know how fast. Everybody's been hurt quickly. Remember when Bill Suggis fell down my stairs? Yeah, that quickly, all of a sudden, you're in a body cast. So, uh, game resumed, unfortunately. Madrigal lined out. Tushman grounded out. Horner singled, and then Hap lined out, and there was nothing doing for the Cubs. Daniel Palencia came in for Caleb Killian, which I'm pretty sure that Ross at the time was thinking when he brought in Killian that he was going to have him maybe eat the rest of the game. But with the rain coming down and the delay, you had to burn him, and out comes Daniel Palencia, who... He might be one of the dudes who, well, he's maybe the only arm they have, you know, as far as like fresh arms. But it, Ross kind of sounded like they didn't have any arms. And it didn't look like it with Daniel Palencia on the mound, I'd say that much. Lindor walked. Lonzo flew out. So did Mark Vientos. But then Jeff McNeil walked. And this time it was Danny Mendick's term turn to Homer. And, man, he just didn't have it. He, it was Wilds, Palencia, I'm talking about. And then for so he put one in there for Mendick. But nothing kills a rally like a three-run homer, and Rafael Ortega popped out. Then uh, Seiya Suzuki came in for Cody Bellinger because we were losing by so much. And so that's the only time you're going to see Seiya Suzuki as he tries to get right. But he did not get right in this at-bat because he struck out swinging. In comes Patrick Wisdom for Dansby Swanson. He singled, though, and got his batting average just under 200. So we're all looking forward to the Wisdomometer coming out there at Wrigley Field. Uh, Candelario was then called out on strikes. And inexplicably, Brooks Raley comes out of the game, who had been pitching uh, for the Mets. And uh, in comes Drew Smith. Really no reason but he got Morel on strikes, but that was one of those. Well, Candelario, too. Actually, Candelario's was more egregious. That was at his ankles. was called the strike. Then Morel got called out on strikes, and he was ejected by Ramon de Jesus, who I mentioned before needs Jesus to cure his blindness. 
At that point, we just had a bunch of defensive switches that nobody really cares about, but say a Suzuki and Wisdom stayed in the game in right field and third base. Guess which one played which? Because um, it uh, say a Suzuki does not play third, but Patrick Wisdom does. And um, Magical went over to second, blah, 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 blah. Tucker Barnhart came in to replace Daniel Palencia, who I had mentioned on the last show had done quite a great job in relief, and this was really no exception. He did give up a run um, and a couple of singles to Francisco Alvarez and uh, Francisco Lindor. Look, two Franciscos right in a row. If you're going to face Francisco's, be sure not to be Tucker Barnhart's pitch because that pitch was coming in super slow, Aoife City, Pete Alonso caught up to it, though, uh, so no surprise here, and he made it 11-2 to with a very long, hard single, um, but uh, Mark Mantos grounded out to end it. I should have mentioned there were two other ground outs, but nobody really cares because it's Tucker Barnhart on the mound. And then Jimmy Yakabonis, who's got a great name, which I kind of want to call him Jimmy Yankaboner because uh, that's hilarious, but he comes in. And immediately got Jan Gomes to be called out on strikes. Uh, once I did not agree with some of those calls either. Nick Madrigal and Mike Tushman flew out to end it. And that was the end of the ball game. Praise be to DeJesus. Um, yeah, not great. Not a great start to the road trip. But this is what the Cubs have been doing. They've been losing the first game of the series and then winning. So let's see the winning. It's now time for that. Today on the mound uh, for the Cubs at pretty much 6 o'clock. No, 7 o'clock Central Time. No, no, 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock in New York. Um, It's going to be Jamison Tyone versus Carlos Carrasco. Tyone did not face the Mets earlier this year. He's been decent. Hasn't had a bad outing since July 2nd when he faced Cleveland. A couple really nice ones in there last time. against Cincy, five innings pitched, seven hits, two runs, two walks, and five Ks. Did give up a home run. But yeah, he's looked pretty good. Hasn't given up more than uh, three runs since we faced Washington, and we scored 17, so those three runs did not matter. The Tyone revenge train continues. Uh, Carlos Carrasco for the Cubs or for the Mets did face the Cubs and he gave it is at Wrigley but 6.2 innings pitched one run on five hits it was earned because it was a home run and I'm looking and the Cubs lost 10 to 1 this the homer was hit in the first inning and the Cubs did nothing else and it was hit by Dansby Swanson so when I'm looking up and down uh, what uh, what everybody does against the starting pitchers today, Dansby does have the only home run against Carrasco, but Candelario's seen him the most, and he's batting 415 at-bats. You like to see that. Hap has seen him second most, only batting 273. So if you're going to bet on this kind of thing, I would say Candelario's going to get a hit. Um other than that, not much to see. Pretty small sample size. Nico's batting 500, but only in six tries. And, um, yeah, a lot of guys, uh, Magical Maya, never even saw him. So, Suzuki 
two for five. I don't know what you want to do with that. The only one who doesn't do quite well against him is the guy that hit the home run. He's got 13 at-bats and is batting 154. That's Dansby Swanson, of course. Uh, now, there's less Cubs. Uh, there's less Mets that have seen the Jamison Tyone experience. And um, Vogelback has homered off of him in his three at-bats. But Lindor's two for four, and that's the extent of what you get against him. Ortega's got a hit. But, yeah, nothing nothing to see here. The most Mets have not seen Jamison Tyone. So uh, it's not going to rain tonight. Only like a 1% or 2% chance of that happening in New York. So we're going to get this game in, and hopefully the Cubs can bounce back and win this one, for God's sakes. We're in a pennant race, people. Let's go. All right, there's your Cubs pod for today. Hope you all have a great day on August the 8th, the anniversary of the first rained-out night game at Wrigley Field. Bug-Og. <laughs>